Hello, welcome to Film Rating Review. My name is Jean-Marc Lejeune, and today we'll be talking about Mother. Mother stars Jennifer Lawrence, Xavier Bardem, Ed Harris, Michelle Pfeiffer, Brian Gleason, Dom Hall Gleason, Joven Adipo, Amanda Chu, Patricia Somerset, Eric Davis, Emily Hampshire, and Christian Wig is also in this movie. Was directed by Darren Afgrasky and written by Darren Afgrasky. <laughs> I know it's Darren Afgrasky, whatever, who gives a, doesn't matter. Here is the IMDb summary. A couple's relationship is tested when uninvited guests arrive in their home and disrupt their tranquil existence. Actually, that's a pretty good description, but here's mine. There's two people living together, and Jennifer Lawrence makes weird faces, and then people show up, and then you think it's about one thing, and then other people show up, and you realize it's about another thing, and then it just keeps doing going on like that. And then the movie ends, and then you realize what it is. So, Mother is actually really hard for me to talk about. And not in the way that, like, someone's proud of their son, hard to talk about, or someone's really happy to talk about. Nor is it that it's so complicated that it's hard for me to talk about. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say this right up top. I didn't like this movie, and there are several reasons why I didn't. But the reason I'm saying this up front is because going into this movie, I thought it would be a horror movie. I was very excited to start my September off watching a horror movie. Now, I am recording this in October, but I watched this last month. It, you see, the reason I thought it'd be a horror movie was because it was billed as a horror movie. Like, this is going to be the most insane thing you'll ever see. Oh, you're going to be telling your friends about this movie. And so it kind of, that commercial or preview or trailer, or whatever, really hyped me up. And I just can't wait to watch this movie, see what's going on, and... And I liked The Wrestler. I thought Black Swan was okay, but Darren Oskotsky's The Wrestler was great. It was a great movie. And, oh man, I didn't even give the Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic scores. <laughs> Let me back up. It got somehow got a Metacritic score of 74. The Rotten Tomatoes score of 67 makes sense to me. Because I can see how this movie would divide people. This divided me in the wrong way. Warning. This episode is spoilerific. That's right. I spoil the heck out of Mother. I go through the entire movie. So if you want to pause here and maybe watch the movie and come back later, you can. And if you don't care about spoilers, that's up to you. Do whatever you want. I won't judge. Mother. It's a mother load of a really... My opinion will be shared later in this review movie. Now, if you want to like this movie, 
don't go in thinking it'll be this extreme horror movie. If anything, it's more of a suspenseful movie. There wasn't a part where I was scared. There were moments where there was a lot of tension. There were a lot of moments of deflating of yeah so let me let me go through it so the movie opens with jennifer lawrence looking around a house blank faced and then yavier bardem shows up and he's like hey what's up i was outside and you're like okay but you can and he has this like jewel thing that he has in his hand and he he puts it in a case and he smiles right um, well, you see at the beginning of the movie, you see flames everywhere, and then you see the house kind of, you don't know if it's the future or the past, but the house is kind of dissipating from being burnt to not being burnt anymore, and then Jennifer Lawrence wakes up and goes, baby, you know, looking, and then she looks around blank-faced, and then she finds her husband with this jewel thing. He puts it in his private room, and you find out he's a writer, and she's asking him how the writing's going, and he seems distant for some reason, and you're not sure why he's distant. Like, oh, they're having relationship problems, and so she starts painting the house that they're living in. It's like this old, really old wraparound porch, middle of a field house, and there's no when you go outside on the porch there's no roads around it for some reason they show that there's grass all around it and on one scene i don't remember when this was they show the grass and on the edge of the grass there's fire and i was like i don't understand what that is all right then jennifer lawrence is painting the house and she puts her hand on the wall and there's like a heartbeat and i go okay so that can mean two things it's either her her heartbeat trying to feel how she internally feels about the house or it's some other thing that she's feeling the heartbeat of then ed harris shows up he says he's a doctor he said he's a fan of the writer who's jennifer lawrence's husband or whatever and um and so he's just there and you're like okay that's kind of weird and he has cancer. He's dying of cancer. Um, so he's there. And then she, she's like, why is he here? And the guy's like, well, he's a fan. Don't worry about it. And she's like, I don't want people in my house. This is my house. I've been like, she, she in that with him there tells him she built the house. They built it over years. It's been building this house. That's in the middle of a field. This, I don't want to say colonial, but it's like an old timey house. Then there's Ed Harris. He kind of hits on her a little bit. And that's kind of weird. And he's interested in the stone the guy has. And that's okay. Then Michelle Pfeiffer shows up. And she's his wife. She's like very intrusive and in asking Jennifer Lawrence these weird questions. And then her and Ed Harris are extremely sexual with each other. Which is also weird. Like, why do we need this? And then she's talking about Jennifer Lawrence and her relationship with her husband and being like, so you must not have sex. That's what Michelle Pfeiffer alludes to <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence's husband cheating on her. So Jennifer Lawrence is like, oh, no. <laughs> and Michelle Pfeiffer, like, 
just moonwalks back like, oh, never mind. So it's weird. You have these two people living with them. And you don't know why. Jennifer Lawrence wants them gone. She's like, hey, I need these. I need these people gone. Right. She's like, I need them gone. He's like, okay, uh, uh, probably, but we're gonna. I'm gonna go out outside of the house with them, and he keeps going outside of the house with them. Then two of their sons show up, and they start fighting each other, and then one of them kills the other son. And I go, oh, that, oh, oh, one of, okay, that means something. I think I'm starting to realize what it is when this happens. So, yeah, he kills the other son in their house. They rush to the hospital. Then the son who killed the other son shows back up at Jennifer Lawrence. It's like this horror moment. And then he just picks his wallet up off the floor and leaves. And that is the whole scene. And they keep having these weird moments where, she, it, it, where she's, like, walking around the house. And there's, like, a weird noise. And then it's nothing. Or it's a weird scene. And then it's nothing. And it's just kind of like, and and he also shoots everyone like right in the face, like <laughs> not with a gun. I mean, the director he shoots everyone with a camera like right up close in the face, and I hated it. I hated it so much, and I was like, "Why are you filming like this?" So the son ended up dying in the house. You know, they send him to the hospital. The husband comes back, and he's filled with blood. Then Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer show up. What's weird is like. It, it seems to happen in a split second. They leave and come back, and Jennifer Lawrence is still, like, in her sleeping, hanging out in the house clothes. Ed Harris, Michelle Pfeiffer shows back up, and then these other people show back up, and they're having a wake for the dead son. And then a bunch of people start showing up, and then a bunch more people start to show up. And you're like, what is happening? And they know the house, weirdly. They're like, oh, we're going to put this in the kitchen. Oh, we're going to go use the bathroom. And then her house just starts to get filled with people. And she's like, what? And she doesn't know how to respond. And then Michelle Pfeiffer comments on her, well, you could have at least dressed appropriately. And she looks down. She's still wearing her hang out the house a sleeping outfit. So she freaks out and go gets dressed. And then when she comes back down, there's even more people. Yeah, and they're all mourning the loss of the son. Then her husband, since he's a poet, it's like, I'm going to say something profound. He said something about love or something. I don't really remember. And they all cry or something. And then she has this, like, this sink that people keep sitting on. And it's, like, not set well. And she keeps telling them to not do that. And then some other people just start painting the house that she's been painting for no reason. She's like, don't do that. And they're like... We were paying the debt of your husband for letting us have the wake here. And I'm like, okay, so this is the start of a cult, right? This is what I thought going into the preview. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is the start of this cult that he wants, right? So this is going to be great. And and Michelle Pfeiffer's given her nasty looks. And Ed Harris has given her weird looks. And I'm like, okay, this is what it's going to be. And then they sit on that sink part, you know, that she can say, hey, don't sit on there. And it breaks and she yells at everyone to leave. She yells at everyone to get out. So they all leave. And the main character guy is like, hey, let's go to bed together. And she's like, "Okay." that night. And then they wake up. Apparently, they had consummated their relationship. The night before because she just opens her eyes and she turns over to him in bed and says i'm pregger is like she's suddenly pregnant she's like 
He's like, you're pregnant? She's like, I can feel it inside of me. Which, sure, but after just one night, you can just feel that you're pregnant now? So that was kind of dumb. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, all right. And then, like, he, this light goes off in his head. They they show, he goes, oh, I, I need to write. He starts writing, he starts writing. She's again wandering around the house while he's writing, wandering around the house. Oh, also, while Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer were there, he was in his writing room. I don't remember when it happened, but they're in his writing room and they broke that little charm that he had in the beginning of the movie that was in his writing room. And he yelled at everyone to get out of his writing room and then he starts boarding it up. And there was a scene where he's boarding it up and that's when the two sons fight and one of them kills the other one. I guess that's important to note because it comes up again, that stupid thing, charm thing. So then... Right, she's pregnant. By the way, by the time he finishes his poem, she gets a belly like she's preggers. So, so in the time it took him to write the poem, she was almost fully pregnant, like has a full belly. And then he finishes his poem. When he finishes his poem, now in retrospect, this is where the movie starts to go bonker bananas. Once he's done with his poem any semblance of this being a normal movie of this making any sense at all goes out of the window. And some people would argue it makes the most sense after he writes his poem, but I completely disagree. So he writes his poem and she's like, oh, this is so wonderful. And she cries. It's probably the best moment of acting out of Jennifer Lawrence because she makes the same blank face through most of the movie. She's like, this is great. And he said, yeah, my publicist said, you know, it's going to be the greatest thing I ever wrote. And she's like, publicist? And then someone walks in and, and they're like, I'm a fan. And she's like, what are they doing here? And then a bunch of people show up and they're all fans. He tells her he wrote the poem. Then he goes out to meet his publicist. Then a bunch of people show up who are fans then a bunch of people with cameras show up and she looks out the window and there's people just running into this field to meet him. Like a bunch of people running into the field and they want his picture. And that was kind of weird. And this is where Christian Wig comes in because she's trying to get a picture with them together. And she's like, hey, y'all come together. And, and then she's like, I don't want these people in my home. And then she starts going from one room to the other. And then the culty stuff starts to happen like they these a bunch of people show up and then this guy becomes like his priest leader because he takes ink off the page and puts it on people's foreheads puts it on one guy's forehead and he puts it on a bunch of other people's forehead and it's hard to explain this vocally because visually she's going from one room to the other in her house and you have these weird time lapses where he's he's putting the ink on their foreheads then she goes into another room and it's like they're a bunch of people worshiping him. And he's like, this is great. I have people worshiping me. This is actually great. And the whole time she's like, I don't want any of this. I don't want people home. I don't want taking pictures with you. I don't want any of this. He's like, no, this is great. There's people who like what I'm doing. You need to support me through this. And she's like, no. And then it cuts to like them putting the ink on each other's foreheads and it's, the, the color scheme turns more red 
and there's more candles and the house is getting destroyed because there's people stealing his stuff because he's so famous and they want and so he's like trying to go around the house stop people from stealing and then you hear like gunfire and there's gunfire and people are fighting each other over this stuff and then she goes into a room and there's people being caged up who are too big of fans i think separated from the people who are just part of the cult and then christian wig is like hey we finally found you we found the mother oh you're so precious and they start calling her mother at this point because she's super pregnant and that's what he calls her and then this this part and it's non-stop by the way they don't cut to i'm in this room and a thing happens it's like room after room something's happening oh there's a bunch of people in here oh now there's a cage with people in it and there's a gangster and it almost got rapey with her at one point and then she gets rescued by christian wig at one point and then christian wig pulls the gun out and says we need to shoot her and you're like what is happening and then the military show up and they start raiding the house and then you're like what is happening and then she goes into another room and they're trying to save her and the military is on her side and then she goes into another room and there's all these people being like you're on his side we need to kill you and then her husband just shows up out of nowhere. He's like, come on, let me save you. And then they go up to where his writing room is. And he unlatches the door. And he's like, hey, y'all stay out here. And she's like, I'm about to have the baby. I'm about to have the baby. And they're like, okay. And so they're all like still the cult people. And it's kind of calmed down. But it's still crazy because they're all clamoring to get at him. They go into the room. She has the baby with some nurse woman. She has the baby in that room. She leaves, and then it's her and her husband. And he wants to hold the baby, and she's like, no, because she's been through a lot of craziness, right? She's like, no, I don't I don't want to go through. I don't want to the baby. And, and he's like, come on, let me hold the baby. So then she goes to sleep. She wakes up, still has the baby. And then she goes back to sleep. He's like, but the people outside want to see the baby. People outside want to see it. And she's like, I don't know. And then he gets to the baby. He said, I just want to hold my baby son. So then he she grabs the baby. And he's like, I just want to show it to him. He opens the door. Goes outside and shows it to the people who immediately take the baby. The baby doll. That super fake baby starts peeing while they... They're carrying it, and then she's chasing after the baby that then gets torn into pieces, and then people start eating pieces of the baby. Uh, yeah, that's really disturbing and weird, and I was like, oh, and that was like, oh, okay, so you had uh, this moment in the beginning where Ed Harris was throwing up in the bathroom, and he had this, like, scar on his side, and on, like, where his ribs were, and then the next day, Michelle Pfeiffer shows up. And then you had two sons of Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer. And then they fight and one of them kills the other one. And then you have all these people populating their house all of a sudden. Talking about how nice and big the husband is. They break this, this crystal thing in his office and they get banned from his office. And I'm like, oh. And then when they eat the pieces of the baby, I was like, is that... Is that, are they trying to, is that supposed to be, is this supposed to be Jesus? Is that what this movie is? 
but also it's people really wanting Jennifer Lawrence or wanting her husband. And then after the baby, that's when it turns into crazy craziness. That's when it really is just people punching her and hitting her. And then she does this after her baby dies. She goes, ah, and she like hits the ground and then like it, it erupts and everyone's like, <gasps> but that's it. That's all she does. She does that. And then she's kind of getting beat up and torn up, torn up. And she finally ends up in the basement where there's this huge boiler and she like hits it with a thing and then oil is everywhere, gas or whatever. And she looks up at her husband and he's like, don't do it. And she's all beat up, and she's like, whatever. And she burns it. She burns the house and blows up. And it shows the house is on fire. I'm like, okay. Then she is just lying there all burnt up. And the main character guy (laughs) picks her up. He says, I am, or something, to allude to that he's God. And she's all burnt up, puts her on the, the, the... kitchen table for some reason that's all burnt up and he's like do you still love me i need your love i did everything i did out of love so then she dissipates and the only thing left of her is a jewel like in the beginning of the movie then just like in the beginning of the movie the house stops being burnt gets rebuilt into a regular house and then it cuts to a bed where somebody magically appears in the bed and she picks her head up and says, and it's not Jennifer Lawrence. Her face is different. And the movie is over. I, um, so the movie was not only about, like, religion and, like, the Bible, but also about someone being famous and the consequences of fame. And I hated it. <laughs> And there were tense moments, but it just goes so far north that it, to me in my brain, it's like, this is ridiculous. And I guess if you go into this movie not thinking it'll be a horror movie, just like, oh, this is going to be a surreal, fun ride through trippy town, and I can just just let it consume me and, and be part of this story and oh I just can't wait then I guess you would like it but I just I was just like this is dumb this is stupid oh I see what you did there that was dumb oh I see what you're trying to say that's stupid cheese factor the cheese factor in this movie was abundant and various I rolled my eyes so far back in my head, I'm surprised I can even see anymore. It's like if a Velveeta truck smashed into a truck full of government cheese and they blew up and all the cheese just melted into each other and caused a horrible mess. This movie was a horrible mess of cheesiness. I just cannot believe the stuff he put in this movie. And some people might think it's just like this crazy amazing work of art and he showed what you could do with the visual medium that is movies i thought it was cheesy as heck (laughs) what i wanted to see from this movie and i didn't i i wanted to see like a a good movie with like solid you know story structure with good characters i did not like michelle pfeiffer in this movie i ed harris was okay 
but they were more annoying to me in this movie. I mean, the acting was good by Jennifer Lawrence's husband, but even Jennifer Lawrence, she didn't act great. So I think my favorite character has got to be Javier Javier Bardem. And as I'm going through the cast, by the way, Jennifer Lawrence is billed as mother. Javier Bardem is him. Ed Harris is man. Michelle Pfeiffer is woman. The two brother is younger brother, oldest brother. That's what their character names were on the on the IMDb <laughs> character list, which I don't like. But but if I were to give anyone for like chops for acting, it was Javier Bardem. He did a great job acting, and I loved how much he liked the fame, and he didn't understand Jennifer Lawrence wanting to have attention and not wanting to be part of this fame with him and. He just kind of had this blank naivety to it where he just didn't, he was just going for the ride and he didn't understand why she wasn't going with him. And uh, I just, I liked his character. He was kind of a jerk and he was overbearing and he was whatever. He was the one thing I liked from this movie. I like him as an actor and I didn't like anyone else in this movie. Christian Wig showing up was also a crazy weird surprise because I'm like I'm supposed to take this serious now. I think she's hilarious in some of her stuff, and like and I'm supposed to like be engrossed in this like crazy story about religious symbolism and the consequences of fame. And Christian Wig's there trying to at one point trying to kill people. Um, so it's a weird movie and. You know, I'm not going to run to my friends as the advertisement says, this is the craziest movie I've ever watched. No, I'll say it's the dumbest movie I've ever watched. I did not like it. I I won't blame you if you like it and you see the deeper things and it affects you in some way. But I didn't. It didn't affect me in that way. In fact, I, I was so mad when I was done because what was what was advertised to this movie and what i saw were two completely different things and i was so mad at the creators and the marketing team i'm like why didn't you just tell me what it was because this was terrible movie and would i've liked it more if they build it differently i don't think so but it wasn't just the fact that i hated this movie I think I would have hated it all on its own. It was the fact that I was lied to and I got my expectations about another movie that didn't exist. It didn't exist. And so I had to sit through this horrible movie and I'm not and I'm watching this movie and I'm like, no, it's gonna get better. It's boring right now, but it's gonna get better. No, no, no. It's just it's gonna slide into something coherent. No, it's gonna slide into something that isn't so much symbolic. It's gonna all come together at the end. Once the military showed up in this movie, I was done. Once I was like, okay, this is just the movie now. It's ridiculous nonsense. This is just stupid, stupid cocoa beans that I, I, I don't understand. And it, it it was infuriating. That whole night, I was just upset. I was just like, what a, what a terrible movie. And they lied to me in the advertising. And I'm, I'm just, I was just angry, which is strange. I didn't know a movie could make me feel that upset. But it just, it just all came together as a terrible movie. It's one of the first terrible movies that angered me. I've seen terrible movies, and it rose up. I'm like, oh, it's just a bad movie. It was just the lies that, that get to me. And I'm really going off on that. <laughs> 
fact. But don't go into this movie. I'm warning you, do not go into this movie thinking it's a horror movie. It's a psychological thrill. Well, I want a thriller drama, I guess. Psychological drama that gets real dumb in the end. And, and look, his cinematography at the end, where everything's going crazy, it actually looks good. Okay. It's not a bad looking movie. And the things that he does in this movie are visually stunning. He pulled off a lot of transitions and a lot of craziness. So in that, technically, it is an impressive film in the way that it is shot. But with story, characters, it just it just loses me. I would not recommend this movie to people <laughs> at all. I say stay away from it. I don't like it. And I hope you heed my advice and don't waste your time and money on it. But if you're curious, I understand. And yes, there will be people that like this movie. But please, don't, at least don't go into it thinking that it's a horror movie. Thank you for listening to Film Rating Review. Uh, please hit that subscribe button on iTunes. That would help me out a lot. And check me out on Instagram, and Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, don't put too much butter on your popcorn. And don't see, don't see mother. What's really?